This is Saturday, August 20th. How can we come to live by faith day in and day out? What is the secret sauce of keeping God at the center of our lives? Yeah, we're in our study called Grace Under Pressure. And so we're learning how to apply this grace. Now, recently, Sandy and I enjoyed eating barbecue at a restaurant in South Carolina. The test of the preparation of meat for barbecue for me is either eating a barbecue pork sandwich or a barbecue brisket. The barbecue pork I like to be rich in smoky flavor and also light and a little flaky. The brisket also should be rich in savory smoke born of many hours in the smoker. And that's just the meat. Then there are the barbecue sauces. The Western Carolina sauces tend to be very dark and also very sweet. Some people love the sweet and smoky combination. But I'm more of an Eastern Carolina man. The barbecue sauce out east is vinegar-based. And it tends to draw out the flavor of the meat the most and accentuate the smoky flavor of the wood used to cook that meat. Now the idea here, as I'm talking about sauces, is not to get your mouth watering, although I think my, my mine is. I want to think about the secret sauce of our spiritual life. We've been learning that all of our growth in Christ comes by grace. We need to see how that grace is applied. Not just once when we come to faith, but day in and day out. Here is our scripture passage for today. It's Matthew chapter 4, verse 12 to 17. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Repent! for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Now this scene from early in the Gospel of Matthew comes from the start of Jesus' ministry. John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin, went into the wilderness and called people to repentance. John was a wild-looking man, and he challenged the people to return to God. He was arrested and put in prison because he publicly challenged the actions of Herod. Then Jesus' public ministry began. Notice the first words Jesus speaks. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, sounds like Jesus picked up right where John left off, and in many ways he did. But this call of Jesus was more than the call of John, his cousin. Jesus' call to repentance is a call to a way of life with God. What is repentance? It is a change of mind that results in a turning away from sin and a turning to God. You could say that repentance is the flip side of the same coin of salvation. When we first come to faith in Christ, we turn from ourselves and from our sin. 
then we receive the grace of God by faith alone. But this repentance is not a one-time act. Repentance is something we learn to do every day. It is part of the way we learn to live by faith. We are constantly turning from sin and self and coming to God for his sustaining grace. It is this daily process. This is what it looks like. We walk with God by faith, and each day we come to God confessing our need for him and his grace. We come in repentance, turning from our sin to God. And each day we are reminded that we are loved and forgiven. And it is in this slow process that God leads us toward life. And the next day, we do the same. Each step of the way, we grow in our awareness of our sin, and we, more grow, and we grow more deeply in the awareness that we're loved and forgiven. And it is, this sort, it is sort of like walking. We take one step and realize the sin that we struggle with, and we confess it to God. And then we take another step and we find this reassurance of God's love for us, that his love is so much greater than our sin. And as we do this, we increasingly behold the glory of God. We come to know God and we enjoy being his. We become more rooted in our identity as beloved of God. And God conforms us more and more into the image of Christ. Now this past Sunday, our text in worship was taken from Psalm 139. The psalm ends with these words, verse 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Now I began asking about the secret sauce of our life in God. Actually, that restaurant we visited in South Carolina only had the sweet or mustard sauces, not the kind that really helps bring out the taste of the meat. I think the secret sauce of our life in God is just like that. It is a daily life of seeking God and running to Him for grace. And it's this pattern that every day makes us aware of the gospel. It shows us the glory of God and the love of Jesus. In repentance each day, seeing and bringing our sin and struggles to God and resting in His grace, that alone has the power to change our hearts and thereby change our lives. I like the idea of sauce because we must drench our lives in grace. We must constantly be running to God and finding peace and joy and forgiveness and life in Him. Only He can lead us in the everlasting way, as the psalm says. This is that everlasting way. It is a life in God, resting in Him, seeking His face, and learning His love. Let's pray. God of grace, help us to rest in you. We turn from ourselves to seek your face. Lead us in the way everlasting. Break me, melt me, mold me, fill me by your Holy Spirit. To the praise of your name. Amen.